Welcome to Podball, the highest podcast in the world. In today's episode, we have Nas Daily. This guy created Nas Academy to inspire the youth to create more content in a better way. He has also 60 million followers. He has a lot of to say other than content. So listen to this podcast. What time is it? It's ball time. Welcome to Podball, the highest podcast in the world. Today we have Tam and Nas Daily. What's up, guys? How are you? Pleasure to be here, Sean, on this beautiful roof, beautiful weather, amongst two of the biggest influencers in their own uh, professions. Thank you for having me again. I'm not influencer, bro. Okay, influencer, celebrity. <laughs> influencer is the new celebrity. Creator, no? just say creator. Creator yeah. is nice. Yeah, but you're actually, both, listen, you're both, influencer is not a derogatory word people are saying. It means you're influential. Yeah. But you know I'm who's joking, the most I'm influential joking. in the world? The doctor, the teacher. Right, but we don't call them influencers because they influence your health and your life. And the most, yeah, they're helpful. My yeah. mom is my, my biggest influencer. Yeah. Right? So that's why I actually think creator is a word that nobody hates. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh you're a sportsman. Easier. <laughs> yeah. So, so today we have uh, Nas Deli. How nice are you, man? I'm good. Good to be here. Thank you for, invitation, for the invitation. Nice to meet you, Tam. You too. Pleasure. I introduce yourself for the people who don't know you. Uh, my name is No Sire. Like, yes, sire. No, sire. Yes, sire. No, sire. Complicated name. It's from Musa bin Nusayr, who is the, 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 the person who introduced Islam to the Andalus region, Spain. That's where my name comes from. Uh, anyway, I make videos. I make very short videos, one minute long videos, and I put them on the internet and people watch. And uh, how you become uh, a creator? Uh, how did you become a creator? Am I a content creator, would you yes. say? Yes. Yeah. I was in sport. I used to uh, compete in mixed martial arts professionally. Came here to make a gym. Business and through business, I realized the traditional way of putting flyers on shop windows. Yes. And hearsay doesn't work. Yes. The, the revolution of social media, you Facebook, yes. High Five, MySpace. And I realized I'm one of those guys who adapts. I'm not, oh, that's the new ways wrong. TikTok's bad. So you did I, it for your business, right? Yeah, I did for my business. I realized you have to adapt and follow the ways of these kind of guys. That's yeah. the way forward. The kids relate to social media and magazines and radio's gone. So I had to kind of adapt and get onto it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of reasons why people start content creation. One, to do a business. And mashallah, the business is very successful. Uh, but two is to get, uh, to make money, to have power, to be famous, right? I wanted to create content because I felt like nobody was listening to me. I was a software engineer and nobody gave a shit about my opinion. And I was based in New York and nobody in New York cared. And I was like, ah, oh, I wish somebody listens. And then I went to the internet and people started to listen. So it's like, it's like because I had a need, I need to say something, I started making videos. I don't care about the video. I don't care about the edit. I don't care about the pictures. I don't know how to edit. I don't care about Instagram. I just care about what you say in the video. And what, when was the first time you did this process, creating a video to say your opinion? <sighs> man, it feels it? like, man, I started seven years ago. That's like before TikTok, before Snapchat, before Instagram videos, before IGTV, before Reels, before YouTube Shorts. Back then, you could only be a YouTuber, right? And make 10-minute long videos, Logan Paul, YouTuber. Was it Vine's? Vine? Vine, Vine was Vine. there, but I didn't, wasn't for me. So I, I, I went on Facebook, and uh, Facebook became sort of the biggest thing for us. So seven years ago, it feels like a unicorn. What was your first video? Just, hey guys, I'm going to travel around the world and make videos. <laughs> That's it. That's you it. were convinced by this, and you, you did it. Right? Yeah, but what I did, I, I was like, Bye-bye, America. And I think you probably agree with this. Bye-bye, America. It's like, not for me. I mean, it's a great country. But I was like, I'm going to Kenya because I think the future is moving to the east. So I started Nas Daily in Nairobi, Kenya. Then Ethiopia, then India, then Nepal, then Japan. 
I just, I'm in love with this part of the world because the excitement here is unbelievable. And you just, you don't get that same excitement in like Wisconsin or in, even in Los Angeles. So this is, this is why I started and how I started. I think that's the blessing of being content creators or influencers that your job can be everywhere in a way. That's where you're blessed. You yes. can literally set up base around the world and it gives you an opportunity to see the, some of the beautiful countries, different cultures. And I think that's, in my way, I'm jealous of that. Like, I think that's a great position to be in where you can go to Nairobi, Singapore, India. I think everyone, the more you travel, the more you mix with cultures, the more people will be accepting of everyone. I think yes. that's the biggest key, uh, putting all cultures together and having someone put a, like a channel to show and highlight the different cultures and beliefs in the world. I think that's the way forward as well. But Before, we never had the opportunity with magazines and TV. With yeah, social media, sure. we get that on a daily basis. But as you said, like you said, you, you can have the job and you can work from everywhere. But I think at that time, it was not a job. No. It was just like uh, you want Passion. to express. For me, it was the same. I started my YouTube channel in 2006. And I did like a street show and I put this street show online and make million views. In 2008, I did my first vlog. In when 2008? I was... Yes. Bro, that's before the internet. No, no. YouTube, yeah, YouTube. I know, I'm joking, but yeah, it's like very long ago. Yeah, very long, yeah. I started uh, vlogging in 2008 uh, when I was doing my first uh, World Championship. Are oh, you the OG? Time. Yes, I'm one of the, I think, OG in the in this uh, content creation. Do you know Remy? Uh, no. The French guy who like hits... Ah, Remy Gaillard, Remy Gaillard. Remy Gaillard. Didn't we all grow up with Remy? Yes. Okay. Yes, I had him one time uh, and he's a really crazy guy. He's, he's a really crazy guy. He's really, you know, creative. Uh, and when, when I was... Starting the processing of creating content, you know, I didn't really realize about it's a job or it's content creation. I just wanted to put my talent up there and I just to broadcast in front of more people than just in the streets. In the street, you perform in front of 100 people, 200 people. In internet, you can perform in front of millions of people. And that's just the the, the, the passion and the word I want to showcase to yeah. you. Like, whatever you do, your talent and everything, you can broadcast it to more people and you need to, you need to learn the tools how to wide, yes. wider the content. And, yes. and, and I think that's where you are also a specialist. You know, you, you understand how to create content at scale, like have multiple channels, also multiple languages. Yeah, Actually, have... I have one question for you. Talk to me. Maybe you can help me. Because look, I'm doing visible content, okay? Yeah. And uh, when I do this content, everybody in the world can see this content, yes. okay? Because so, there's no words. Yes, exactly. The problem is the industry now for content creation is like, back to localization of where the content yes. comes from. So when you can monetize, it's better to yes. monetize in the US or in the UK. When you go, for example, to Brazil, the CPN is low. Yes. How you will, how you will do when you are a, a visual content creator to actually be more, be, be more, you can monetize better your, your, your content? So actually, I'm going to say this. This may get me in trouble. But the less you talk, the more viral you get. Yes. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, shut your mouth. What's his name? Yes, Kabi. Kabi yeah. Lane. <laughs> Actually, it's like, it's like this. Okay. It's like, Nusret as well. You Nusret, know? right? Like, no one has heard Nusret talk. No one has heard Kabi talk, but they go so viral. So, and I say that, and I think about this all the time. Every time I open my mouth, I lose 100 million people. Because one, they don't speak English. Two, my parents don't speak very good English. Three, they don't like the way I speak. Four, I speak very fast or like accent. There's a million reasons why people don't watch. So, my recommendation to people, which is like, make your kind of content. Your kind of content, you don't speak much, right? No. And that's like the best form of content. Yeah, but uh, there, how, how many Khabib you have? How many... <laughs> how many um, Mr. Bean, bro, has been around for decades. Yes, but there is only one or two or three. It's not going to be millions. I know, I, I know and, what you're saying. And, and, I think and the I problem saw... is like, there is many people who will do visual content 
but at the end they will not go at scale you know they will yeah. not like have maybe many... the trick is when you're in these countries to go with a local content creator who's popular and do a collab maybe that's the way like mr beast who's one of the biggest youtubers i think i saw a program he does it in hindi yes uh, mandarin he and he's they say he's going to be the first billionaire from youtube purely because he hits all these markets so yes but like i saw a lot of your videos the the quality is so high. I mean, you must have a big team. How do you put, like, it's like, not, honestly, it's like a movie. I do my videos. They a come movie? No, wow, the thank you for really the compliment. Good. This is the first time I hear it. No, the quality, because I know now I do it, how hard editing, cameras, lighting. Now, because when I do a promo or something, I get angry. I'm like, oh, we messed up that whole day. This looks bad. It looks like it's been done on a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a lot of people in your team? So we, actually, the first 800 videos, it was just me and my girlfriend, my partner. That's it. So I was the one editing it and scripting it and everything. And it looked like shit. video in how long? In 800 days. Every day I made a video for a thousand days. Never missed a day, not even once. Even if my, even if I died, I had a plan for somebody else to make the video. I took it very seriously. Um, so it's like a massive commitment. That's just not daily, not not weekly. Um, but the first 800 videos were terrible. Then I hired one guy who was really creative. And then now we're 120 people around the, around the world in Dubai and Singapore. And we do, 40 people do the content, 80 people do technology and, and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it takes a lot of people. It takes a lot of people. I think for a video to be good, it needs like four people, a great script writer, a great presenter, a great video editor, and a great video shooter. Okay. You need four in one. Take those notes. But speaking of commitment, I think I've been lately trying to build muscles. And... Um, and I realized that the commitment in bodybuilding is just as hard as the commitment in content creation. Yeah, I, honestly, yeah. I think in every sport profession, I think any profession, whatever it is, the work you put in is the results you'll get. And like you said, you are doing every day. How, that, how many years did you do? I don't know, I've been in sports since my mom threw me in the gym at like 12 years old. So it's kind of like, like you're used to content, get on the mic and boom, switching on. It took me time when I did a podcast, I was like, Hey, my name's Tam and uh, you know, I'm confident in front of people, but on TV, on the mics, it's very different. Everyone's got their skills and that comes with uh, time. So it was just muscle memory. I did martial arts and started training. But you do so, a daily commitment, right? In my, when I'm in my uh, motivation, yeah, I did. But being a father and lazy and yeah. the Dubai stone, they call it. It's yeah, very your commitment hard. switch now. You have different uh, my commitment. Yeah, my, my purpose of life is different. It's yes. more raising my daughters, being around them more and... Uh, like, I go to work and I miss them. I'll see a picture. I go back and then you're out with them and they're eating ice cream. You want ice cream. You end up eating a happy meal. So you get yeah. slipped off and uh, the older you get, the softer and whiter. <laughs> Your priorities change. It's hard to say, but doing a thousand videos in a thousand days is crazy because is I, crazy, bro. I try to do day. these things and videos. And you know how hard it is with it. Like you did, I think, three podcasts the other day in a row. It's mentally draining. Try changing locations and continents and jet lag and new people and no Wi-Fi in Papua New Guinea and no Wi-Fi in Ethiopia. It was insane. And find the story. Oh, and find the story to shoot and this say is the yes. the most important because yeah. then you have nothing for next day. So I would literally think about like, okay, what do I do the next day? And I didn't know. So every day was like, I'm about to collapse every single day for three years. But let's talk about religion just a little bit. I'm sorry if, if, it, if, if, if this is not about religion, but I think what's even more difficult is People don't realize this. They say a thousand days is so hard. A commitment a thousand days. I'm like, guys, my mother has been praying for 20 years every day for five times a day. That's freaking commitment. Okay? Like I think religious, 
proper religious Muslims who pray five times a day, 4 a.m., 9, you know, 11 a.m., that's hard. Making a thousand videos and traveling the world and meeting people is not. But I think it's not hard if you like it. You know, I used to perform, I used to train like eight hours a day to, to reach the level in freestyle to be world champion. Yeah. I reached to play against, like, I was supposed to play against uh, 100 people. You like to create video. I like to create video as well. So uh, you don't feel it actually. Yeah, it's not after, a job. After a while, yeah, you feel it because your purpose starts to be different or you, you, you already master, let's say, uh, the fact to create video and you want to switch to build a company. And that's why you struggle because we, you switch to one ecosystem to another yes. and your uh, caps change as well. Yes. That's where it's become to be hard. Because but do you feel, because you start, it was passion for you. Do you feel now it's turning to more of a job than passion, honestly? Uh, a little bit, unfortunately. A little bit. It's, um, it's hard, man. You know, when you have 120 people, when you're one person, you're like, okay, no I'll do whatever the hell I want. Yeah. When you have 120 people, you're like, I need to make half a million dollars every month. You've got to look after people, their <laughs> yes. families. Yeah. How do you do that? So it's so, it's become a different kind of pressure. And do I like it? No, but is this the only way forward? Yes. Yeah, so that's another thing with consecration. When you become very big and influential, it goes from passion to job. And I think sometimes you must have days where you don't want to film. You don't want to do it and you're, it's the pressure. So it becomes so business oriented. I've heard people like Logan Paul and other big influencers say the same thing. And the love kind of goes, people fall off, but you haven't fallen off. You've been consistent. Yes. Funny enough, many people have fallen off, had breaks. The Vitar, you know, these kind of YouTubers you saw when we were younger, they've come back. And it, consistency, like you said, is key, but keeping that morale high because you're going to have ups and downs, like any job. Yeah. But with this, you have to put that face on because it's important in the content and the energy. And I think it is hard, man. It's oh, very and hard. don't get me started about the people who have opinions about you. Right? On the internet, everybody has an opinion. How do you deal with that? Oh, I mean, it's so difficult. Like, you, like, let's say you have no followers, okay? You have 10 friends, but actually one of them doesn't like you. So you have 10, nine friends and one hater. That's like everybody, everybody has a hater. Now imagine if you have 10 million friends, now you have 1 million haters. So hate scales with love. The more love you get, the more hate you get. So now if you have 60 million followers and let's say 10% don't like us, you're literally at six million people that hate my guts. Six million people, that's an entire nation. What do you do with that? You deny, you don't watch, you... What do you do? <laughs> but do you not feel they're um, just trolls? Do you not, no, for me, generation what I like to trolls. do, I like you to not, message them. I DM them. No, but do you not think sometimes ignoring, not even looking, just posting and going boom, off? Mm. Someone told me they do that. Uh, Joe Rogan, actually, I saw him speak about this. He goes, I'll post whatever and Doesn't I'm Doesn't look at the comment? I don't look at anything. I just post, I've never looked back once. I think that works. And also, secondly, do you not feel like it's just agendas, trolls, and some people say there's no such thing as bad publicity, as in, it's still, yes. if they're going to have that energy to comment, I, you suck, they're still commenting, yeah. they're still reviewing, and do you know, in a way, it, it kind of benefits you, no? Surely. No, I do no. not believe in bad publicity. I don't. Sorry? I don't believe in bad publicity. As long as you spell my name correctly, and you put the right profile picture, Which name? you can because say whatever the you hell you want. You say your name in 10 different ways at the beginning, so I want to say your sire. name correctly. No sire. No sire. Musa bin Nusayr, bro. Uh, okay. You should know him. Yeah, I know him. Do you know Musa bin Nusayr? No, but you've just told me now I don't know him. Tariq bin Ziyad? Yes. The Andalus. And uh, Gibraltar. Yes, Nusayr. that's the guy. You know, you didn't even ask me my name's Tam, but it's short for Timur. He's named after this. I'm named after Tamerlane. Timur Lan. Limp, like Tamerlane, after Mongolian Empire, and he conquered most of the world. So unfortunately, my mom wanted me to be an animal from birth. <laughs> he gets that name, I get this. You're named after what? 
Sean John? Sean no, John? No, I'm actually Sean. Uh, Sean. It's not Sean, it's Sean, but it's not even my real name. What's your real name? Oh. Arnaud. Arnaud Garnier. Arnaud. That's my real name. Arnold? Garnier, Arnaud, yes. So you're named after Arnold Schwarzenegger? Ah, no, it's not exactly the same. Hey, Arnaud. 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 God, I love the Arnaud. French accents. Arnaud. Yes. Arnaud? Arnaud, exactly. Not Arnold. No. Uh, yeah, just I did Sean because the first time I performed on the stage, people called me Sean Paul because of my haircut. Quick one, of all the countries in the world, That's aren't the French the rudest oh. people when you're asking for directions? Nah. Did you not find anything you ask them? They nah. just go, We don't do that, bro. Yeah, because you asked me the question in English, I don't understand, I don't understand you, bro. I uh, let's say Nasdaq was in 100 countries. How many do you think France was one of them? Okay. No, it wasn't. No? No, why? I skipped France. Why? Because everybody knows everything about France, bro. We know about the Eiffel Tower. We know about the Champs-Élysées. We know a lot about France already. I want to know the countries where nobody knows about. There is many things you don't know about France. For yeah, but you get so true. much attention already. Yeah, no one like, it seems like no one likes the French, Sion. I'm, hor I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm saying this, guys, because... Can you come up here and pass this, please, right now? As you saw the last episode I was on, we had a friendly competition. England played France. The winner or the winner <laughs> choke the loser had to wear the face paint off the flag colors of the country which won. I was confident. He won. I have to have the French colors, which is blue and white and red. I'll have that painted soon and I've got to do the whole podcast looking like it that. It was supposed to be like that today, but you know. Yeah, but the timing's changed. So yeah. I'll have to do that and drive home through the mall, pick up my car and drive home with face paint. So my reputation's gone. Thanks. Yeah, it's to you. fine, it's fine. They will think you support friends for the next game. That's it. Yeah. That's cool. Just uh, people who watch us. So, um, so we, you know what we do? We, we're building the UFC of football. You know, the goal for me is to create a platform for the, the new generation. You know, we have the content creation, inspiring people to, to create content. But I want to give them a purpose because what I feel also is like now most of the kids, they know they have to create content, but they don't know what to do. And sometimes yeah. they want to follow trend or they want to follow pathway and they, <sighs> they actually lose themselves because it's not really their That's food. a big no-no. Huh? That's a big no-no. Big no no. Yeah? Big no no. What's mean big no no? I mean, I, I, I don't know, this works for me, but you have to create content only when you're angry. <laughs> I mean, this sounds bad, but, but I think anger is a great motivator. You know, when you're angry, you go build things, you go escape poverty. When you're angry, you do things, you're motivated. And I think content creation requires that. This is not just a, a thing you put a TikTok and you hope it works, right? It's, um, you have to be angry about something. Like, what are you angry about? My deal will build this month. Thank you for that. Honestly, uh, lately I'm angry about the Western portrayal of there you the World go. Cup in Qatar. I think it's been very biased and um, unsupportive. Whatever the background, whatever you think is a new developing country, support the sport, support what they've tried to put on as an Arab country. It's just better for the sport and better for the world. So that's the only thing really got me angry. But it's hard to get me angry. I've gone old. I used to get angry over my eggs being cooked wrongly and things, but... Uh, now it's just uh, finding nail polish in my shoes for my kids. Yeah, but, but what I'm trying to say is with that thing that's making you angry, you could make an amazing piece of content about it, right? Telling the world, hey, I think you're being racist, blah, 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 about this thing, right? So you could make an amazing piece of content and it'll go super viral. You're right about that. You know what they say about fitness and the best bodies? Guys who have been bro who've broke up or been dumped by a girl, they always come and have the best bodies in the gym when they have a breakup. Yeah. You know that? It's an old saying. You see a guy in great shape, oh, you're in here every day. Yeah, I broke up with my girl. She left me. I swear to you, it's the anger, the disappointment. He feels not worthy. And they always go in that gym and stay there to get that kind of confidence. They feel something's lacking. It's their yeah. body. And that's crazy. It's a fact. That's yeah. the that, anger. That's, that's why I start freestyle as well. What makes you angry? Uh, because I was rejected in football. 
There you go. So basically, I take my revenge by building another way to play football. And that's what drive me. Now it's it's a different. I, I don't have anything against football, but that's why also I want to build this one-on-one uh, -on -one, uh, yeah. sport because I want to have one uh, something who can compete with football. I know it uh, sounds really like uh, a big things, but uh, my goal is to actually build a platform for the new generation. And one of the country we're gonna go is Kenya. Oh, and nice. I invite you to have a one-on-one -on -one in Kenya because one of the biggest slam there is Kibera. I went there and the atmosphere was yes, amazing. Kibera, yeah. So many talent there. And uh, why not being there together and do and do something there? Let's do it. Ah, yeah. Okay. Fine, uh, fine. Still waiting for my invite. It looks like they forgot I'm on this bro, bloody panel in the show. You want to I go? get invited to Ajman and Sharjah. He gets Kenya. You bro, he invited me to, to like a Kenyan I slum. Do okay? I need a visa to Sharjah or something? Let's go to UK, bro. I'm from there. I don't want to go to UK. No, because let's go somewhere I think cool. the Riskies needs to support in the UK, bro. Listen, let's go somewhere like a favela. Same way so I can travel as well. Okay, where do you want to go? Okay, Russell Hamer it is. Russell Hamer next weekend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we can go there. I thought something more footballistic uh, relevant. But actually, on, on a separate note, I really like the idea of what you said, which is people do not love the teams anymore. They love the person. Like even at the World Cup, I went to see Portugal. Like ain't nobody cared about the 11 players. Even though they got six goals, people just cared about Ronaldo. So people love the individual. They don't necessarily care for the team. And so yours one-on-one -on -one is like, oh, do I want Tam to win or Nas Daily to win? Exactly. You know, I just care about the individual. And I think that's where the future is heading, the individual. Well, totally weird, off-the-boat question. Who is the most, would you say, popular content creator or influencer right now? Would you say Cristiano is the most famous man on the planet right now? I, say, I mean, I look at followers. I'm just saying. Yeah, don't that, you think Trump? You think he's more than Ronaldo worldwide? I think in India, everything, really? Yeah, because in India, doesn't care about football. Yeah. I don't China doesn't care about Cristiano, football. I but you may be Trump. Trump. You think Trump's more than Cristiano? No, I think. I was uh, having a debate with someone thinking who's the most uh, followed and things. That Cristiano is terrible, everyone. And you saw it like that game when he was just warming up the press, Ronaldo, Manchester United, the yeah. new Saudi move. And I was thinking, this guy is on the. I mean, he's very. Somebody big. should somebody should find the answer. Yeah, I'm willing to bet a hundred bucks that it's Trump. How will we find by Google searches or maybe Google Trends? Where which one gets more searches? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I think Ronaldo, yeah, maybe Trump. Yeah. President of America always. I think the most of the last century, would you say Michael Jackson? Yeah, maybe. I was thinking Jesus. Last century? Last century. How do you deal with the the fame and the fact to be recognized everywhere? Because that's something most of the kids want to be famous on social. It's a privilege. Doing? It's a privilege. Yeah. I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky to be at least people, everybody that comes to you is positive vibes. I'm sure you get the feeling. Everybody comes to you with positive vibes. You could be anybody in the world. You could be Trump. You could be, or, or Obama, even though a lot of people hate them, but they come to you with positive vibes. So, so this has just been so amazing. At some point though, the truth of the matter is at some point, you cannot make time for everybody that wants your time. And you will be the asshole that says no to the selfie. You will be that asshole. And unfortunately, you know, it happened to me once. I said no to a selfie. I said, no, I, I, I don't want to take a selfie. I don't. And that was after 500 yeses. And it's just, it killed me inside. But I think fame sometimes kills you inside. And it makes you not look at people as people, but look at people as like numbers. And that is a very big problem. I'm trying to fix it internally. I don't know if you guys have been able to fix it. But it's something that happens when famous. you become... Uh, I think just my kids and my uh, gardener <laughs> recognize me. But anyone can take a picture of me, don't worry. <laughs> You're like, yes. Just tag my gym 
and join. Let yeah. me see you do it 50,000 times, bro. It gets so much more. But I mean, look at Ronaldo. I can understand. Like when I, I said, I, I, uh, many famous or celebrities or athletes I look after when they come here and I see with them, they try and they say, that they use different terms. Some are rude, but they're not, it's yeah. just, they're trying to shop or someone's eating food, they come. And this new generation, sometimes, in my opinion, don't really have manners. These kids who are raised on YouTube, they're yeah. not so, they're introverts. So they go, selfie, selfie in the That's face. It. So not like we go, excuse me, or we'd yes. look, it's different generation. They don't understand. Yeah, they're raised true, by true. iPads and they don't understand etiquette. So it's kind of, I feel sorry for them, but they come across so rude. That's correct. But uh, some people say to me, look, look, I've, I'm so sorry if I take one picture with you, I've got to do it with everyone else. That's the yes. answer they always use. That's kind of safe. But yeah, you're going to have days. I had a few friends and everyone said, oh, I hate that guy you were with. I said, why? He said this no to a pick. I said, he's a nice guy. That was just, I know. <laughs> Who said nice that? About someone like uh, I was uh, hosting and they said, oh, you're with that guy. He's very bad. He said no to a picture. I said, bro, but can you understand? He might be with his family. That's his time out. So it's a hard, it's a hard day, I guess, or a hard job. I think the problem is like, it's not a problem. Sorry, we cannot be complaining about this. We're very, very, first very lucky. Problems, yeah. This is not first, like this is like first, 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 first it's world a problems. But I think we've become a selfie generation. We're like, I actually don't care about you and about you. The minute I have the selfie, I'm done. Like, like literally, I, I see it. Like people are like, Nasty, I love you so much. I love you so much. Can I get a selfie? The minute they get the selfie, they don't even look me in the eye. They like, they just walk out. They're like, okay, bye. And it's like, wait, man, but I thought we had a connection. Of social media will bring that thing. It's here for the likes and views. That's all it is. Yes, because yeah, like, it's they, validation. Running after the the views and likes, and not like uh, actually the knowledge. I mean, to be clear, I'm also running after the views and likes. We all are. It's a problem every human has. So I don't know how to fix it. I gotta fix myself. You're running first. after fame. That's what you say. No, it's just at the, at the end of the day, everything is driven by numbers. But now, now, now you are like you have so many followers and stuff like that. What's you, what you're running after? No, now I'm not running after uh, views. He wants to be a politician. Yeah. In ten years. And That's where would you like vision. to be based? What kind of politics? There's only one country I can run for politics in. Oh. <laughs> We're going to keep this debate in another I'm podcast. I'm joking. It's a joke. It's a joke. We're going to keep this debate in another podcast. Don't worry, but really, guys. you want to be in politics? No, no. I think my, my, my goal for the next 10 years is to build an organization, a big company, a thousand-person organization. That's my dream. I don't know why. It's a stupid dream. But I want to give a thousand jobs and find a way to make money and pay for a thousand people. Once I achieve that, I think the private industry is nice, but at the end of the day, like you want to do things that are life and death, right? So there's only two things that are life and death. One is healthcare. You become a doctor, you go save lives, you figure out drugs, like that's really important. Malaria, all that stuff. Or politics. Because politics is the way to make people not die. The right politician makes you live and the wrong politician makes you die. Simple as that. And I think because of good politics and good governance, we're all sitting here in the top of the St. Regis in the palm in Dubai. Because of, only because of good governance. So good governance is the number one thing in life right before healthcare, right after healthcare, whatever. So what do you do in life when you're 50? You have to do something that's life and death. We could disagree. You don't have to agree. No, I like people who want to aspire to change or bring good for sure. I wish it was that simple as well. Yeah. I think uh, rather than politics, I think it's the financial institutions which have a you say so? too much. Like in, banks? In a lot of things. I think money kind of dominates the decisions in the world a lot, which is un un a problem which people need to change as well. Through That's fair. I think people that lost trust in leaders. That's why the UA is great because the people love the leader. He can walk without security, but go to any other country. Majority, they've lost trust. They feel it's a job. They feel they're just 
corrupt, taking money from the country and just using their status as diplomatic community. So I think people want to see the people's kind of person. People want to feel like, you know, like, like historical figures were. So I think, yeah, that's a great thing as well to aspire to because it takes one movement to change people. You never know. It just takes a movement which everyone can trust and belong to because at the end of the day, everyone has the same blood color, the same brain, every majority of us, and everyone wants a nice, simple, peaceful life. But the media, everyone manipulates things in a bad way, and I think it's for financial gains. The majority of the time, it's for financial gains, unfortunately. Yes, daily. You asked me to do this. <laughs> yeah, Nisair. Thank you. You're very kind. Thank yeah. you. Um, you know, the world, the West, should learn how to say our names. They agree or disagree. I'm tired of me learning how to spell Matthew McConaughey. Like Matthew McConaughey, I can spell M-C-C-G-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E-
How did he stay so grounded? It's the culture, I think, from the region they're from in the Caucasus, Dagestan, Chechnya. They're from the mountains. It's uh, it's Islamic basis, yeah. their religion and the, the upbringing as well. Upbringing matters a lot as well. Yeah. Even if you're religious, it's all about the parents, how you raise the child. You can see, really see some teenagers, like how they're or young kids being mad in a mall or shouting. Don't be bad at the kids. Think it's the parents who allow that. You know, very important being parents and how you raise your children and with. Uh, Morals, manners, how to behave in public. And I think yeah. you can tell Khabib's parents and his father, rest his soul, did a great job. Guys, thank you so much. Sian. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for Ham, your time. Thank you. Really Pleasure. appreciate it. It was super cool to have you in the episode. Guys, if you want to watch another football episode, click right here. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. And I'll see you next time for the next episode.